It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's start with the Rams game. As you are uh, going to be on a flight uh, in a couple of days, I know. heading out to game. LA to soak. the Phillies I know. game. Yeah, I know. I'm guessing it'll be a plane full of people yeah. uh, checking in. And it, of all the sports, baseball is the one you can really follow mm-hmm. online. So, where are you at with this game? Because it feels like it feels like the weirdest game on the schedule for a couple reasons. In that, you know, it's the Rams. We don't really play them that often. We have to go out to the West Coast for it. It's like a kind of a meh yeah. Rams team. Like they're fine. They're not bad. Like they could win. But it's like not exciting. It feels like it's just kind of a very blah game going out to LA to face this team. So Where are I you actually at with this game? do think the Rams are closer to bad than average. Really? Like interesting. I don't think they have as much talent. They don't. It's really that Stafford's been really good so far. Well, and like they have a really good passing game. And they got a good coach. That's they got kind of, a good quarterback really good and a good coach. coach. They, the, the Elliott formula. Right, but like they beat the Colts in overtime. The Colts are okay. And I, look, they are getting production from like we go in and say the roster's not good, and then they get this Puka is like well, the best that's, that's receiver of all say. time. Like, you know, it's like So my thoughts on this game first are, and you know, and I'll be tweeting it this weekend, I'm a big dome guy. Like you are a big dome guy. So I think this Eagles offense going into LA, playing in the best conditions they've played in all season, is like going to score a lot of points. So while I do believe that this game is tough in a lot of ways, like I think the Rams are going to score points. And They're we'll talk be about able to the, throw the ball in the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, but but I just I think the Eagles can get up to like 40 if they need to. I don't think the Rams have a ton of talent on defense. They have Aaron Donald, but we've seen consistently Jeff Stoutland. I don't know if it's like a matchup thing with Kelsey, and obviously Cam Jurgens isn't playing, but I think in this instance, Suo Peta might be a better— Because he's bigger. Because he's bigger and he's stronger than than uh, than Cam is, or at least he's bigger. I don't know if he's stronger. But, um, I mean, Aaron Donald's never played well against the Eagles, yeah. really. So I don't have a ton of concern about Aaron Donald. And then the rest of it, like, they don't have great edge rushers. They don't really have other good defensive tackles. Their secondary is not very good. Their linebackers are, are bad. Like, they don't have a lot of talent on defense. So— I do think the Eagles in this game could like trip into 30 points. The offense is playing better than it has over the last few weeks anyway. Um like I thought they they looked good against uh Washington obviously 34 points. Like so I think the, the Eagles offense will score. The question is really and this is like the matchup of the game to me is like Nick and Sean Desai versus Sean McVay. Yeah. 
Like the 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 worry for this game is the defense just gets absolutely shredded. Well, let's get into the defense and then we'll get to Roby as a result of it. Yeah. But you know the the stats have been going around. I mean the the Eagles defense and there are reasons for this. You know they have been up in certain games and you know obviously injury is a big part of it. But the Eagles' pass defense has been one of the worst in football yeah. so far this season. Um, and not against good quarterbacks. No, uh, yeah. I mean, look, Cousins can put up numbers and stuff. Yeah, but yeah Cousins they, is fine. Co- I mean, no, Cousins but you're is borderline right. top ten, but. Well, that's maybe. Yeah, true. that's stretch. But still, the point is, you're right. Like they haven't played, uh, other than Mac Jones, it seems. I don't think they played like horrendous quarterbacks, but they've played like not great quarterbacks. Well, let's. And I don't want to make this a Gannon thing, but they're playing the quarterbacks that people said it didn't matter. No, that's that fair. Defense, you're like right. That, Ga- Gannon handled those quarterbacks. Playing. That is fair. So yeah. So where are you at with the defense, the pass defense, especially right now, and and then we'll get to Roby as a result of it. Um. So I think the biggest issue with the pass defense, as we talked about, is personnel. But I also think the other part of it is they're just switching all the time. Like, with an offensive line, we talk about it, how much you need continuity because, like, it's five people working together. It's kind of the same in the secondary, especially if you're playing zone, like, passing people off. Like, I, there was a big completion uh, completion against Slay in this Washington game where it looks like he just leaves him. I think he's expecting help, and he's looking at the underneath guy because I think it was third and short. So, like, I... I I think there's just miscommunication going on in the secondary, or like a lack of lack of reps together. But also it is personnel. Like so Justin Evans fully practiced this week. It looks like he'll play. But Justin Evans coming back can't be the solution to fixing your secondary. Like Justin Evans is a fine player. We didn't even if think that, Justin Evans honestly, was gonna be a, a starter when I they he signed would get him. Cut. Yeah. yeah. So Justin Evans is not the answer. I I think the concern is like you moved Bradbury to the inside, so you have Job on the outside, and I like Job. Like guys like Job, Mario Goodrich, Eli Ricks. Like I like these guys moving forward, but not right now yeah. playing in these games. So, and you've said this; they're they're trying to win a Super Bowl. The expectation right. is different with the Seagulls team, and yeah, you want to get guys reps and all that, but like not at the expense of losing football games. So I think when you look at the secondary, you move Bradbury to nickel, which hurts you at two spots because now your nickel's not as good because Bradbury's not as good as Avante at nickel, and your out your outside's not as good because Job isn't as good as Bradbury. You lose Justin Evans, so now. Uh, Blankenship's playing with a different safety, which impacts Blankenship. And Edmonds was horrible. Edmonds was horrible. And then also, Slay's the one playing on the side where these safeties are rotating and bad safeties are rotating. So I think every single person in the secondary is getting uh, is getting impacted. I don't think it's a scheme thing. Like, I don't think it's a Sean, Sean Desai thing. I'll be honest in saying, you know, like, I'm like I'm not breaking down like the zone coverages, so maybe it is. I mean, I think the size has been like a little more aggressive in terms of blitzing. Yeah, I think yes. So maybe that's impacting things. Um, but I view it mostly as a personnel thing. I just don't think they have the players in the secondary. Like Bradbury is a great player, Slay's a great player, Blankenship has some potential, but you need five players, and and really only two of them are like guaranteed. And I'm not in this camp, but like some people do think Slay has regressed. I don't. But if you think he does, if you and think look, he has, he's 32, so like. I don't think he has yet either, but, like, he's gonna. Right. You know, age comes for all right. of them. Right, so I think it's completely a personnel thing. I, I don't think it's, like, a, a scheme thing so much. I don't think it's, like, I, I think it's a problem that's going to stay there. So when you look at the Rams, Stafford is is fine, has been good this year. He's, he has, been, he's been quite good. Well, I know so that, he has five interceptions. No, I know, but, like, in terms of, like— I'm saying that's a lot of interceptions. And, it is, yeah. it is, but in terms of, like—and, look, he's got to do a lot— uh, right. You know, but from again, I've not watched every Rams game, but listening to people who who have and know what they're talking about, it seems like Stafford's been, been well, pretty Stafford, damn good. Stafford, if he has a clean pocket or just like a pocket, has one of the better arms in the NFL. Just in terms of like, just strictly his ability to he has one of the great arms of our lifetime. Yeah, exactly. in terms of just like, just a cannon. Yeah. yeah. So if if he has time, he can he can pick people apart. Now, 
I don't think their offensive line's that good. So I tweeted their offensive line was bad, and surprisingly, like I guess there's a lot of Rams fans. I didn't really think <laughs> of I didn't think of Rams fans as having like an online presence, but they are very mad at me in saying that their offensive line is good. But I don't know. Their offensive line seems trash to me. Like I don't see anybody on that line that's great. I think that what could happen is that you'll see the Rams scheme where they're getting rid of it quickly, and that's certainly a possibility. But the Eagles' defensive line should dominate, and Stafford is someone that, A, is dealing with a hip injury, number one, but number two is old and can't move. So, like, my concern is if the defensive like if the defensive line doesn't win, which I think they will, but if the defensive line doesn't, Stafford scheming with McVay against Desai in that secondary with Cooper Cup coming back, Tutu Atwell, Puka, Tutu's, man, Jeff. Tutu's good too, man. That yeah, dude they, flies. They, they have really good receivers. Yeah, and, and look, I, Kyron Williams has done a really nice job running the football for them. Yep. Like, I, I didn't think he was that good, but he's he's been solid. So for them. they have solid skill players like Tyler Higby, good yeah, player, solid right? tight end. So they definitely have good skill players. I just think, like, that line, the Eagles' defensive line should dominate. Like, so if the defensive line can win consistently, maybe the Rams, like, do short passes. And then the problem with that is, like, I can just picture this team giving up, like, five or six-yard completions over the middle all game, and then well, we saw, look, there's that, missed tackles or whatever. I mean, like, you know that Vic Vey is watching what Biennemi did and seeing how that worked. Right. And being like, oh, all right. right. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But what I keep coming back to is, even if the Rams do move the ball, the Eagles will move the ball. I think too. I would be just very surprised and disappointed in the offense if they didn't get into the 30s. Yeah, I Look, just don't think the Rams' defense is that good. I I, I think the Eagles are going to win. I, I'm with you. It just feels like a weird game, you know, going across the country. Right. You know, I, I just I think they're going to win. I'm going to pick them to win. I'm going to pick them to cover. But like I haven't seen the line. Actually, it's the first game. And look, last week they almost lost. So I, but going in, I thought there was no chance. It's the first game where I've been like, I wouldn't be like totally shocked if they lost it. I don't know, man. I don't know if I feel that way. Good, about this good. Game. Let to give it to like, me. I, I love like, it. Look, obviously, I'm a little scarred by picking the lose to the Vikings. Yeah, and like they didn't yeah. obviously. So, but I just think they're better at every single spot. Like I, I get the matchup weaknesses on from the Eagles perspective, but I think this is also a good example of us looking too closely at the Eagles and not at the Rams. Problem. Totally like, no. The Rams, look, the must Rams be... are up twenty three nothing on the Colts and and let the Colts come back and tie the game. They won an overtime. By they... the way, did you see Anthony Richardson the jump pass thing or whatever? Not not that, but I didn't see that. Did he have a jump pass? Yeah, touchdown? it was pretty cool. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I that the Anthony Richardson is leading the NFL in explosive passes and explosive uh, mm-hmm. runs. Shane. Yeah. No, yeah. I, look, and it, it does look like Shane's Shane's good. Yeah, Shane's good. Yeah, certainly Shane's from a scheme perspective, good. and, um, you know, that, that's a loss. But, like, so while we can sit here and go, the Eagles have a major issue, a major might be strong, but, like, a, a, a matchup problem with the receivers versus the secondary, like, the Rams It's less have of a, a master problem a, than yeah, the Rams like, defense versus Last them. year, uh, Kilo Witherspoon, who starts for uh, the Rams, was with the Steelers last year. A.J. Brown lit him up. Yep. Like, he had three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And A.J. Brown and Jalen are red hot right now. And I really do think, again, like, in this dome, on those on this field, like, the Eagles offense is going to look explosive. Like, DeAndre Swift in a dome on that oh, field buddy. is going to be extra explosive. Devontae, A.J. We'll get to Dallas in a second. But I just really think the Eagles will score a lot of points. So I get your point that, like, 
I also think because we're so focused on the Phillies, there's this feeling of like a letdown game coming mm-hmm. with the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, that's possible too. But I just think they're they're better, and I think even if even if McVay out coaches them, man, like they would really have to have a bad day on offense, All in right. my opinion. And I think well, the offense is taking a step forward each week.